Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week, it is audience choice. And you guys picked an absolute doozy. <laughs> a humdinger of an episode. I'm so excited to talk about this movie. It's so unhinged. It's practical magic. Yeah. Sandra Bullock and uh, <laughs> Nicole, Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Woo! This movie is wild. Yeah, it is. It's more... I. I had I watched it a few times when I was younger and a teen, like, you know what I mean? A young, young teen. Yeah. And I realized watching this movie, I was like, I remember nothing. <laughs> I was like, I remember the aesthetic of this movie. I remember Sandra Bullock. I remember like tiny, tiny little plot points. But the overall, I was like, this movie is dark for a young teen to watch. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I had the same experience, too, where I was, like, kind of watching it, and I was, like, talking to Kat, I was, like, do they, I forget, do they bring a man back to life? She's, like, yeah. that's a part of it. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, this is nuts. Like, this, <laughs> this movie is, I realized it's, it tries to be so many things, and this movie really does not know what it's actually about. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but there is a strong part of me that still really enjoyed watching it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing I took away from this was like, I understand why this is an important movie for some people, mm -hmm. particularly women. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Very yeah. feminist tones yeah, to yeah. it. Yes, of like, course. Like, go get them, girls. Yes. Stick together. You, you got your sisters and all the rest. But I was just like, what a... I think that's... <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of misogyny in that where it's just like, why was such a chaotic, poorly put together movie so important? Like, you should have a movie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you should have a better put together movie, but I understand when you have to pick from what you've got. <laughs> <laughs> you I mean, that. for this time period, incredible. Yeah, incredible. Exactly. Guys, if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't seen Practical Magic, okay, Practical Magic, we start um, with I think the great great like an ancestor, a great grandmother um, who is uh, who is like a witch. Who they're all witches, uh, but she is like they try to hang her and she escapes. They like this is old, like back in the day. Um, everybody freaks the fuck out. <laughs> hey, they've got a really good scatter scene. Um, anyway, so she ends up on an island alone. She's pregnant. She waits for her, uh, for her lover to come. He never comes. So then she casts a curse on her own family. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you know who needs to get fucked about this is my own family. Um, Saying that any man that truly falls in love with an Owens woman will uh, will die, will die of it, like a tragic death essentially. Um, so then, um, Sandy, Sandra Bullock, and Nicole Kidman's 
uh, parents, her, her, uh, their dad dies a very tragic death as is, uh, law for the curse. The mother dies of a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> That is, and that is fact in this. It's not like later you find out it was something different. It's like, no, 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 no. She died of a broken heart. Um, so then these two uh, children go to their aunt's house who are also witches. They learn how to do magic. They veer off into very different areas in life. Um, one, uh, Nicole Kidman gets into an abusive relationship cause she's kind of a wild child. She gets out there. She wants to live life, experience things. Sandra Bullock just wants to be normal. She wants to be a normal woman. She doesn't like magic. <laughs> no magic. And then her aunts cast a spell on her to fall in love. She falls in love with a man. They have children and then he dies a very tragic death. Um, the, uh, Nicole Kidman gets, uh, gets smacked up by her, uh, by her lover. And then Sandy goes to rescue her. This guy is unhinged, like in, in the biggest way possible. Um, just terrifying as a character, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, this man plays sleaze very well. I, w my skin was crawling. What a horrifying man. Anyway. Um, essentially kidnaps the two women. They end up killing him and they bring him back to life because they don't want to be in trouble in the eyes of the law. Um, even though it seems like there would be 1000 easier spells to cast, uh, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. We'll dive into that in a minute. Um, they bring him back to life. He then takes over the body well, they um, kill him again and bury well, him. Well, they kill him again and then they bury him. Yes, that's right. Sorry, pardon me. They kill him twice. They kill him twice. Uh, he then possesses uh, Nicole Kidman's body, and they have to bring the community together to get to to thrash him out. All while a cop is around, he has uh, he is uh, what Sandra Bullock has wished for. She can't lie to him. She's overcome by him, and they end up together in the end. And of course, they. Okay. Oh, there's Hearing so... it all laid out like that, ah! I was just like, there's so much. There's literally so much. Like, this is, I, I think you guys can attest to the fact that this is one of the longer, I like to keep it short and sweet on, on movie descriptions. Yeah. And this, there's no way you could go short and sweet on this. Too much happens. It's like three different movies. It is three different <laughs> movies. There's so many tone switches. Like, hard. Yeah. Hard tone yeah. switches in this movie. I, but there's something, I laughed, I scream laughed so many times watching this movie last night. I, I don't know about you, Craig, but I had a lot of moments where I was like, I watched it with my roommate and I was just slapping her. Yeah. There were moments where I was just, she was doing work and I was watching this movie <laughs> and I was just slapping her on the show. I was like, you have to, you gotta pay attention to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so much going on. It is so insane. Anyway, guys, uh, uh, thank you, Patreon or our patrons, for selecting this absolute jewel of a movie. Yes, <laughs> you, knew, you got talking. it right. Oh, <laughs> you got it so right. And guys, before we get into who we think the villain and villains are, uh, we'd like to give a little shout out to our sponsor of the episode. Uh, 
This episode is brought to you by tpublic.com. Guys, yeah. you know tpublic. Yeah, we love them. Uh, guys, It's they've got tons and tons and tons of nerdy designs, uh, all by independent artists. Um and like mashups, cool mashups. You know what I mean? Like the uh, Calvin and Hobbes and Shaw is a yeah. fun one for uh, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, you can get these awesome designs on pretty much anything. Hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, computer cases, notebooks, stickers, whatever you want to do. Um, we have uh, in, in uh, to uh, make sense of this movie here, our uh, uh, Magic Isn't Real, None of This Happened t-shirt. <laughs> right t-shirt is available there. You can get that on whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. We even like... Uh, we take requests, guys. We had a request earlier, and I think you might find it soon. I'm going to get that dress. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. No, I've j- I'm launching this on Craig right now. We haven't even <laughs> talked about it. I'm so sorry. But yeah, guys, you can get all your, your nerdiest stuff. Uh, it really all designs are made by indie artists uh, getting fair commission for their work. So when you buy a shirt from TeePublic, uh, you're supporting indie artists. And that's, you know, as well as this podcast, obviously. So head on over to vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from TeePublic. That's vwrstore.fromsuperheroes.com. And thank you, TeePublic, for your support and for your continued support. And now it is time to talk about the villains of this movie. And if they're right, (laughs) I think we're going to get pretty creative (laughs) this episode. So who did you peg as this? Like, there's one big one. Of course. Yeah. It's Jimmy. And Jimmy deserves to die twice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy deserves to die twice, and I will not hear otherwise. <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue that anything he did was right or that he's a good person, no. but I am willing to uh, argue that there are some mitigating factors that go into this. <laughs> like, I, I will get into that. Oh, yeah, yeah, Craig. Yeah. Um, but I think another villain in this movie um, who I will argue 100% is right is the town. Yes. <laughs> I d- yes, I have that down as well, of course. Like, this town is completely justified yes. in detesting these women. Which, which you are a bitch. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, uh, They, uh, yeah, they, they, they should be kicked out of town. Um, they're a menace. I don't care for them. No, I mean, they literally, they're, they're literally for hire. What do I, you mean? Well, okay, I think the most, like one of the most, uh, obviously other than Jimmy, I think one of the uh, one of the most evil things of this movie is that, and it, it's a really quick scene, it's borderline nothing, but it's like um, the, so we've got uh, young, young Sandy and Nicole Kidman, I'm just going to keep calling them Sandy and Nicole, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, They're, it's, it's Sally and Jillian Owens, but I just don't care, okay. <laughs> It's Sandra and Nicole. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they don't disappear into these roles. <laughs> I will. No, I think Sandra Bullock kind of kills it in this okay, movie. If you enough. want my fucking real opinion, I think Nicole Kidman <laughs> makes some creative choices. Uh, <laughs> so young Sandy and Nicole, they're sa- they're sta- they're sitting on the stairs and they're they're discovering that like this this magic is actually quite real because a a neighbor a townsperson comes over knocks on the door and is like i'm desperate i wouldn't be here if i'm desperate i need this guy to i can't stop i can't i can't sleep i can't eat like you have to make this guy fall in love with me 
and they take a bird and she has to like st- kill the bird. Yeah. Um, but they do it because they she pays them. Yes. She pays them. And this them. is a married man too. This is a married man. Like this yeah. is like a morally like incorrect situation from Jump. Um, and yeah, they they they're literally witches for hire. Sure. So you actually at that moment have no moral compass. You're you're actively doing you. It, you could ru- you're ruining this man's life potentially probably yeah um, you're ruining this man's life you're putting you're pushing him in a direction that he wouldn't want to go yeah because this woman gave you you, you know slipped you a cool hundy or whatever it was um, that immediately makes them insanely evil to me yes. Yes, and and this is not this isn't just the ants doing this. This is a pattern of behavior that goes all back to this original woman, right? Ha! The original thing. Yes, because like in the voiceover or whatever, it's the ants telling mm. the story to the girls, and like she's being hung, and she's like, it's probably because she's a witch, and it probably because she uh, slept around, and <laughs> probably didn't help that a lot of the the wives of the men she slept with were on the hanging committee, and I was like, this is the story you're telling the children right this is the story you're telling the children and i was just like okay you you play pretty fast and loose with the uh sanctity of marriage kind of thing you know um yeah no it definitely you're right it starts there and i can't believe she casts a curse on her own family. Yeah. Well, it does kind of back. It's a backfire curse. I will say that. So I think it's set. She says, I never want to suffer the pain of love ever again. Uh-huh. So it's like, I think when you really do finally fall in love, like that's like a, oh, well, you wish never to fall in love. So we're going to kill the guy you're in love with. Yeah, it doesn't... It's a very monkey paw sort of thing. Well, yeah, because it's like, uh, you should have just made a curse, like, none of us can fall in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't feel love in your heart, or whatever. Right, or like, right, right. Or you can't feel love for a man, or whatever whatever the weird thing is. Not like, so you're going to experience this, and then experience something worse right after. <laughs> The curse is so fucked up. It is. And <laughs> one, uh, there is, you can blame the Owens for this. Because at the end of the movie, they're like, I don't know how we did it, but getting all those women together somehow broke the curse. Questionable if it did. I think that cop guy is probably on the chopping block. But two, oh, yeah. two you've got the kind of magic that can make people fall in love and the kind of magic that can bring a man back from the dead, like reanimating corpses. Mm-hmm. And not once in the many generations did anyone try and make a make an attempt to break this curse. <laughs> like yes. like yes, it's yes, maybe yes. not m- murder but it's certainly like manslaughter by negligence yes absolutely it kind of reminds me of um of uh ready or not okay. you remember the movie ready yeah, or yeah, not yeah the, the bride like, and the yes the, so yes. it's like by having by for it being like you have to marry this person it's like Okay, so you're bringing somebody into this potentially murderous situation. Yes. Just don't do this. Yes, certainly don't. Certainly don't cast a spell to make them fall in love. Like, here's... Oh, my <laughs> so God. So the ants... The oh, ants... Oh, the ants are so 
wicked, actually. Yes. Like, I actively think they are hard, hard villains in this yeah. movie. So so their justification of this is like, so we see Michael, the guy, he's like the, the grocery delivery guy. Like he's, you know, good looking guy, like charming. Yes. They basically cast this spell. The clock strikes noon or whatever. Sandra Bullock just like jumps up. Running. Out of the garden and running towards town. And we see him at the same time. And he like runs out in the street and he sees her and they run together. It's like, that's not a real thing. Like that was a magic spell. Um, how how you would not be aware that like I have not even talked to this man before. Uh, why are we suddenly in love? Maybe this is my fucking aunt's. Anyway, their excuse when he dies. This is after they're <laughs> married and they have a thing where they go. And, and I'm going to paraphrase here, which is, um, oh, Oh no, Sandra Bullock. Uh, we didn't think you'd actually fall in love and thus trigger the curse where he dies. We just wanted you to get laid. Like yeah, that's it. They just want to give you a little push, and I'm like, they had two kids. Yeah, like they maybe got- you mentioned like, hey, by the way, you can't fall in love. With, don't fall too much in love with this guy. Is that curse is fucking real? Um, or undo the spell or something. Right. Do something. I got to tell you, Sandra Bullock runs so much more than I ever expected her to run in this movie. She runs towards men. Yes. She's literally running. Running. Toward- it's all running, and it makes me laugh so fucking hard. Watching two people run at each other down the street when they don't know each other is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, they're gonna run it. They're gonna headbutt. They're gonna Yeah. <laughs> and they really like, try to say they're like, the music will save this. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is an unhitched thing to do. And also, okay, I think you'll appreciate this, right? You know when you first start dating somebody, right? Yes. And there's like you, you've gotta feel each other out. Like yeah. you're like you're not quite sure like physically how you mesh right yes, absolutely where it's like like the, the the most innocent example is do you go right or left when you kiss right you got to do the head tilt yes and we've okay. all had that awkward thing where like no no blame like everyone just went the wrong way and it's bad or yeah. like you're, you're just trying to figure that out i can't imagine trying to pull off a run down the road and <laughs> jump into each other's arms having no experience with this person at all like you know that's not a beginner's move no, no, it's not. <laughs> That's like trying to do the dirty dancing lift your first date. It's not going to happen. Yeah. You need but, to know. I don't know if they were playing like, this kiss when it was going on. Maybe. Yeah, that is a maybe good you song. Yeah. That song had a hold on <laughs> 90s movies. It had a hold. Yeah. Oh, my God. The soundtrack to this is played like a couple decibels higher than oh, it you, should yes, be. Yes, of like course. They, no. they like cranked the soundtrack to this, and they're like, we're going to make so much money off of the Practical yes. Magic CD. Did you even kiss if this kiss was implying? Did you? Did it even happen? No. Uh, uh, truly, madly, deeply would be the one Ooh. other one. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you only kissed in the nineties if this kiss or truly, madly, deeply. Those are my so two. Insane. Let us know what your nineties you aren't making out unless your that song is on. Maybe it is. Um, so all to say this: the the other the other really nasty thing about this curse and these women mm. is like the men die. And that's tragic. And it's always framed as it's an accident. Like Michael gets hit by a, 
a truck that's yeah. following way too close behind a cycling thing. <laughs> like the cycle, the cycle race goes by, and he's like, "Whoo!" And then a truck hits him. Yeah. That truck was following inches behind those cyclists. Do you know? And it's like the main street on a small yeah, town on an this island. This guy's just fucking <laughs> humming along. Just absolutely going for a rip. Full negligence there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's also the, the the Owens girls refuse to leave town. The family has just set up roots here, mm-hmm. which means that every man that they are uh, falling in love with is from that island. The townspeople, it's their brothers, their cousins, mm-hmm. their 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 you know their friends, their relatives. These women kill every man that dates them or f- they fall in love with yeah. for generations. Like, and for these townspeople, magic doesn't exist, right? Like, they're just like, they're kind of witches, but like, that, mm-hmm. they're just kind of being meany, mean and like folksy about it. They don't, the townspeople don't believe in magic. They just think that these women are legitimately ending up killing their husbands somehow. Absolutely. And could attempt to kill others. Yes. Like literally when Nicole Kidman goes into that uh that PTA oh, meeting. Oh, well, she has no business no being business. there, was it? She you doesn't have kids no. in this school. What are no, you no, doing? No, no, She's like, I'm here to see my sister. <laughs> like So hold on to your husbands, husbands. everybody. I'm gonna That's why everyone hates you yes. on this island. Yes. A little honey, if we could. That is so aggressive. And I understand that it's like, okay, you feel like you, you're, well, like literally these these children threw rocks at them as, when they were I, children. There's a history, for sure. There's a history there, absolutely. But there's something to say you might be egging this on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on to your husbands is pretty aggressive. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're literally going through a parents meeting right now where yeah. we're deciding who's going to call who in case of a snowstorm or a bus strike uh-huh. or something like that. You know, if there's an emergency and we need to get the word out quickly, we're, who calls who? This is what this meeting's about. And then the sister who doesn't have kids, who doesn't live in, on the island anymore, walks in and it's like, I'm going to fuck your husbands. You're like, why is this the energy you're bringing? To this? <laughs> it's very Sit the fuck it's down. It's the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> Jillian, it's the middle of the afternoon. It's such an inappropriate. Oh, so inappropriate. So funny. And then she casts some magic so her sister is top of this phone tree. And I got to tell like, you, that's the, I'm sorry, and no offense, but that I think that's just, a really sad thing to want <laughs> so badly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And we see later on why maybe she wasn't put in charge of it earlier. <laughs> because <laughs> you're like, well, this is a weird detail of this movie. Why do we have a whole scene dedicated to she gets all the phone numbers of all these other women? And then we find out later when they need to exercise the ex-boyfriend out of her. And I understand this is a metaphor for women coming together. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yes. and, and, yes. and all the rest. I understand the metaphor. But in reality, what happened there is she she used a phone contact system to be, for like, again, oh, the bus drivers are on strike or it's a yeah. snow day or that sort of thing. And called everyone up is like, so my sister <laughs> has a bad boyfriend. If I got that call as a parent, I would be like, 
why the fuck are you calling? Uh, <laughs> you know? I don't this know. Is There's for something... emergencies. What are you I talking know. about? There is something to say, and I do agree with you. But like, I I will answer that. I will answer that call to oh, action every time. Yeah. Even if you're a stranger, it's like I've got a bad boyfriend. I need help. I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's it's irresistible. You need to help out that situation yeah. for sure. I yes, no. These townspeople, I think, have every right to hate these women. Like eh, the the daughter casts a, a chicken pox spell on the kid. Yeah, which I don't know how much that's magic. I think if you, I think they all took it. Real serious. They did. The townspeople <laughs> did. The townspeople did and Sandra Bullock did, which makes me feel like it at least has the potential to work. For sure. I'm just saying what we know about chicken pox. This is what, 96, 97? When did this movie come out? Uh, uh, anyway, late, late 90s. By that point, like, the, the chicken pox vaccine existed, right? But... For the most part, like I think you and I were probably of the generation where you had chicken pox. Oh, I still have a mark on my face. Right, exactly. Right? <laughs> I had chicken pox real bad. <laughs> so my point being that if like 1996, 1998, whenever this movie came out, if if you're a child of like 10 years old and you haven't had chicken pox and then you caught it, it would be like, well, you were due. You know, like everyone got it was the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let be like the witch gave you chicken pox. You'd be like, oh, the disease that everybody gets as a child because mm. we don't have widespread vaccination of it yet. Yeah, I'm 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 saying that kid was just due for chicken pox. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a okay. But I see how the townspeople would be pissed about it. Yes. It's like insult to injury. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, I hope you get in a car accident and then someone does. And you're like, you didn't cause that car accident, but like you feel shitty about it now. I also, okay. And I will say this. I understand why these women don't leave though, because that house is the greatest house of all time. I think the aesthetic of that, I think that house really pulls it together. I got to sure. be honest with you. It's a very witchy house. I, I know... I'm pretty sure anybody that has watched this movie, I feel I'm going to make a stand. Anybody that has watched this movie wants that little greenhouse room on the side, mm. that big kitchen. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, my God. I would never leave. There is something real nice about a greenhouse. I, oh, my God. Like you go in there and it's a little hotter, it's a little humid, like especially mm. in the winter, it like kind of clears up your sinuses a little bit. It's a little fresher, the air, because all the plants are in there, you know what I, I mean? I want it. Yeah. I want it so bad. T- terrible for your house, but with, uh, like, moisture getting in it and all the rest. Oh, I don't it's care. It's real bad for the structure to have an attached greenhouse, but yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> ruining my... Do- what? Oh, no. What if you had, like, a real, like, a good sealed door or something? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably Talk a way to make it. There's but probably you're a way ruining to my dreams, Sorry, Craig. there's probably a way to make it work. It's not impossible. God it's damn not, it. It's not magic. You can definitely make that happen for yourself. They yes. probably have some sort of magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. a magic, uh, <laughs> magic vapor barrier. Yeah. You know what one of my favorite parts of this movie is? And, and it's just because, and I think I noticed, well, I noticed everything way more this time around. The hard switch from we just murdered a man twice to midnight margaritas. Oh, I wrote that down. (laughs) What is happening? That is such a switch in tone. (laughs) It makes me laugh. I 
scream laughed when they were both like, oh my God, Midnight Margaritas! Yes. <laughs> you, and here's the thing. You, you've been around death too much. Too many yes. men have died in like, yes. you, I understand that uh, Jimmy quote unquote deserved it. Like he's a bad man. Oh yeah. You, you did Put what him you, in the ground. You, you did what you had to do, yeah. but you gotta feel a little bit of remorse. You know oh. what I mean? You got to be like, just, just even, no, even but I feel not like for they him. did a, for a minute. And it, that's why it was such a hard. It was like, but even if it's not remorse for him, it's remorse for what you, the innocence that you have lost. You know what I mean? Like it's like, a, oh God, I'm the kind of person who can murder a man now. Like I know that about myself. You should be yeah. deeply disturbed by that for a period of time. <laughs> Longer than Midnight Margaritas. Midnight Margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they end up drinking some of his tequila. And, and like, it's like. They start freaking out. And then we get to a point, and this is something else that I think is so fucked up for the ants to do. Mm. So right after, my- they were like, oh, we can smell there's something bad going on here we're out and it's like what (laughs) they bounce out immediately they tie a piece of string on the two little girls as if ptsd doesn't exist (laughs) as if seeing something horrifying won't bother them at all as young young girls (laughs) here's your string this will protect you we're out clean up your own messes you have, as as two women, you have created so many messes you have not cleaned up very clearly. Oh, making your niece fall in love with a man she has a family with and then dooming the ma- that man to death because you're like, you just need to get it? Yeah. Like, come on. That's a hard, that's a hard problem. <laughs> okay, and another thing I want to talk about with the ants is um, I don't think one of them's a, a biological ant. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Okay, okay. Because there's like they they sort of establish this pattern with this family, right? Okay. Where it's like there's always two daughters. Yes. Right. Okay. There's like the oh. redhead one who's like kind of fiery and whatever, okay. and like the uh, the brown haired one who's yeah. more like bookish or whatever. Okay. Um, and what we've established, we see the mother. We see the mother of uh Sandra Bullock and uh and uh, Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Right? She's the fiery redhead one. Yes. Has a family, husband dies, dies yes. of a broken heart. They go to live with their aunts. Mhm. One of those aunts, they're they're lesbians is the uh, thing, right? So they're married. <laughs> okay, that's that's yeah. what that's just what I'm saying because I think uh I think the one uh uh Aunt Frances um uh Rizzo uh, is because <laughs> uh, uh, she mentions at the top, um, oh, it's like my poor Edward or something. I, I forget the name, but mm-hmm. like clearly there was a man that she was dating yeah. or was married to who died. Okay. And then I think they just shacked up and they're like, this is the only way to do this. Right? Fair enough. Yeah. That so, may, yeah, okay. Because I think they always come in twos because they yes. were twos. She has two daughters. Mm-hmm. Every generation, there's two. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, because otherwise, one sister dies, the other's still alive. Yes. The, there's not three sisters. Ha. Huh. Yeah. Look at that. I'm willing to be proven wrong, but uh, I think yes, that's I'm the, willing to be. Proven, I think yes. that's the only way well, that yeah. like you can really have a relationship with this curse. 
True loophole. And also, I'm just going to say, if you need to be have magic cast on you to fall in love with a man, maybe. Oh, you know, yes. Maybe, yeah, maybe. there it is. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Absolutely. But I also love the connection of like, this is so wrong. Because so the ants are like, when they're, ki- when they're kids, they go, uh, well, why doesn't she have to do magic? Talking about uh, 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 Nicole Kidman's character mm-hmm. as a young kid. And they're like, oh, she's going to get her magic soon enough. Wink, wink. Like being like, oh, her magic is that she's a seductress is basically what it is. Like, Jesus that's Christ. The, no, that's about what they like say as much, right? <laughs> they're like, we know the red... <laughs> there's the there's the book one and then there's the sex one. Every generation, we know how that's gonna go. Uh, <laughs> Same for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's the book one and then there's, there's the, the sex one. There's just the one who needs to get it. <laughs> but like this is the uh, thing that they say about a child. You know what I mean? Like this yeah, child is going to ugh. grow. Like I hate the word, but this child is going to grow up to be a slut. Ew. Like it's kind of, yeah. Like, yeah. Ew, I hate it. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, that's not. She is expressing herself. No, no, absolutely. Yes. Uh, Yes. I don't fully support that. She got in with a bad dude. That's not her fault. No, that is absolutely not her fault. Um, Okay, guys. And before we continue on, we would like to thank our sponsor of this podcast. We would like to thank Active Threads. If you are tired of buying the same old activewear, if you're tired of that same, you know, that puffer black jacket you keep seeing, same vest, that neutral sports bra, if you want, like, exciting, cool clothes to work out in, you guys have to check out Active Threads. They have lit, they have so many great products to buy, um, and they also support so many amazing missions, such as like social justice, community wellness, um, combating climate change, and more. They, they you can buy leggings, jackets, sports bras, tank tops, backpacks, camping gear, base layers. <laughs> like you can buy so many amazing things, and they're just so cool. I love to dress up to go to the gym. I'm a bit of a look at me, look at me, maybe. I don't know. I love it. So guys, if you want to uh, hit up Active Threads, um, we've got got a great promo code for you. Yeah, so when you shop at Active Threads, not only are you guaranteed to find something you'll love, but you're also supporting a small business. Head on over to activethreads.com and use promo code VILLAIN15 to get 15% off of your order. That's activethreads.com, and don't forget to use promo code VILLAIN15 to get 15% off your order. That's activethreads.com, and don't forget to use promo code VILLAIN15 for 15% off your order. Thank you very much, Active Threads. I, okay, and now I want to talk about the most ridiculous store in this whole town. (laughs) All right. We need to touch on it. Yeah. How, how does that store have three employees? Oh, too many employees. I was like, yeah, I had the same thought. I was like, what are you all doing? Yes. I like it's the same. I love that they like they never discussed it. They were like, we need to introduce these two women. They need to be a part of this. So they have like so like Sandra has some frat, you know what I yeah, mean? She has yeah, some yeah. people to talk to. And like it's just two women 
stacking jars like in the same spot every time you go back to the store she's on the same one of them's on the same ladder one of them's doing the other thing in a in the tiniest store i've ever seen in a small island town in a small island town how how much product could this woman be moving <laughs> i don't understand this. like i guess like, she sure is making them on of, site yeah there's a certain amount of tourism i'm sure but three employee and then she's like then she brings in her sister. She's like, if you're going to work here, you better do some work. And it's like, well, what could she possibly be doing? <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the no customers who yes. are currently in the store. Oh, in terms of scheduling, that drove me crazy. I was like, I understand, you know, the shipment comes in on a Tuesday. You need an extra pair of hands to unpack a box yes. and the, do inventory while mm -hmm. someone. I get that. But three people just in the middle of a day nowhere where there's no mm. customers. I understand there's going to be a weekend rush. I yeah. understand all of that. Just like you're staffing this in, improperly. It's so wild. <laughs> and also just like the stuff that she makes makes like. Uh, what was that one guy? He's like this shampoo doesn't work. And she's like, you put it on your dick is basically what she was yes. saying. Like he forgot that it was like dick lotion and not shampoo. <laughs> like, like just this stuff affects your memory. Like, what is? <laughs> what is this store? You yes. know? Yes. No, it's. <laughs> he leaves so embarrassed, like he's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's. <laughs> <laughs> and am I correct in saying that it was hair growth shampoo yes. that you put on your dick? Yes. Okay. They are absolutely correct. Oh my God. Okay. That man was looking for full bush. Okay. <laughs> he wants women to forage no, for I, his dick. I didn't even interpret it like that. I just interpreted it as like, it'll help your hair grow if you rub it on your dick. Like it's oh, just. Oh, I thought he was looking for some. Okay. Some fair lustrous. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> Some beautiful curlies. Who's I just thought. Who's to say? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really good. Craig's faces. Your face is <laughs> I am just, I'm so oh, sorry. so much. So should we talk about uh, Jimmy? Of course we, ha we have to talk okay. about Jimmy. He's the main villain. He's so bad. He is, you can't, you can't defend this man. No. So he, uh, so he kidnaps them. He tries to brand uh, Jillian. Like Which is his... something he's done before to a different woman before he killed her. Yes. Uh, yeah. So we learn later in the movie that he this was like a real bad dude. Like mm -hmm. crazy obsessive. What I will say, the one, I, I'm not going to defend him, but the one mitigating factor here. Okay. Because when, when Sandra Bullock goes to like <laughs> rescue her, he's going a little nuts. Like he's mm -hmm. clearly off his rocker. Um... Jillian, Nicole Kidman, has been low-dose poisoning him for months. <laughs> that is factual. Uh, yeah. That is very factual. Because she's like, oh, we fuck so much uh, that I need to basically lace his drinks with belladonna, which is a low-grade poison, as we learn. The thing that does end up killing him. Yes. Uh... Uh, every night so he'll fall asleep. I was like, first of all, that's nuts. You're you're fucking way too much. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I would agree with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and you know, I don't know what that does to you long term. It can't be good. Look, if it's a poison. No. 
And I think we, I think it would be able, we would be able to have a uh, stronger argument if he hadn't killed someone prior. Previously, to, yes. yes, 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 yes. Because then you could argue madness. You could be like, oh, well, he was getting low dose poison. <laughs> <laughs> for but months. it's like if anybody needed to be low dose poison for a while, yeah. it's this motherfucker for sure. He, they do such a good job. Of picking just the creepiest man. Yeah. His out, everything about him is disgusting. When he puts the blindfold uh, or like the tie over her eyes and it's like, and it's supposed to be this like sexy thing. Do you know what I mean? When they first get together. Okay. She's like looking at him across the, she's, she is, and I'm sorry, that dancing scene made me scream laugh it, it it makes me feel so uncomfortable i don't know if it's just me i'm like there's nothing sexy about this to me it is deeply uncomfortable it made me laugh so hard um and then she's like you know i am up she's like oh my god it's jimmy the dracula <laughs> cowboy <laughs> Is that how she described him? Dracula I, I think so. Okay, At yeah. one point, I no, or, or my brain funny. made that up. No, I think she calls him like a Dracula cowboy or somebody does. Anyway, um, yeah, the Dracula cowboy. Like, I, yeah. I've never heard of a less attractive combination of words in my life. And then he puts the blind, he puts the tie over her eyes and it's like, ooh, Jimmy. And I was like, I, this <laughs> is, I don't know. I I make terrible decisions all the time. Okay, one of my friends recently told me my pussy should be under conservatorship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and even I would absolutely it's a no. <laughs> it's an absolutely not. <laughs> Sorry, I broke Greg. <laughs> what, what an absolutely unhinged thing to say. You need to tell me later which of your friends. <laughs> Conservatorship. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, <laughs> but hard no on that guy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. A hard no. Uh, no one d has deserved to die twice more than this man. Yeah. Um, although that did make me laugh really hard that they kill him a second time immediately. Like, they just bring him back and they're like, oh, fuck no, fuck no, fuck no. <laughs> yeah, they kill him immediately, like, yes. with a frying pan, which also makes the question, like, there there was no reason for them to have the scene where they bring him back to life. They could have just been like, we'll bury him in the front yard and, and be done with it. Oh, no, I think, the, I think the thing was kill him twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he deserved to die twice. Yeah, possibly even three times when yes. they exercise. Exercise him. Yeah, 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 yeah. A uh, lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, a uh, lot of him dying. Mm -hmm, yeah, he's mm -hmm. not a real good villain. He's not a defendable villain at all. No, not even no. a And I think that's why you guys picked. <laughs> <laughs> but I but we were like, no, it's the town. The town it's is the right. It's the town. The town is right. Yeah. These women should leave. And they're also all kind of low-key evil a bit. Yeah. Honestly, I... <laughs> Uh, and we do need to talk about the the inspector or whatever. Of course, for a quick of yeah, course yeah. we do. The, yes, the kind of the love interest of this story that shows yes. up in the third act, and you're okay. like, again, 
What is this movie about? Is it about killing a man and trying to cover it up? Is it about getting over the grief of your dead husband? Is it about finding a community of women? Is it about getting out of abusive relationships? Is it about the difficulties of parenting as a single parent? Is it about like how magic binds you? Yes. The answer is yes, yes. to all of those things. The answer is yes. Uh <laughs> And I love how they tie it all in a neat. They're like, it was the power of the sisters that, that broke the curse. It's like, did they? Did they break the curse? Because I don't think they did. <laughs> what is your view on that? Do you think they broke the curse? I I don't know. I I question whether there even is really a curse. Oh, interesting. Because it's kind of like we we have two examples. No, three. Three examples of this happening, and I'm just, I don't know. I don't know if there's a curse or not. I, I honestly, I don't, I, it, this is going to sound crazy. I don't know if I care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because it's like, these women, I feel like they cast spells on men. Right. And it's like, maybe that's just the cost of casting a spell on a man. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah. That they just it, there's an expiration date, or or maybe uh, all the cholesterol of the men on this island is through the roof <laughs> because they keep eating brownies for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, that, go back to the ants. No bedtimes, brownies for breakfast. True villains. Yes, true, absolutely. You can't raise children that way. Leave you leave at the first sight of danger. Yeah, you can't. They're like raise I'm out, and way. then they come back. They're like. Oh, looks like well, we arrived just in just time. in time, and it's like you didn't need to leave. <laughs> we needed you out of the picture. Just, just in time would have been three days ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we need you out of the picture because you're actually competent enough to stop this. Yeah, so we just need a reason for you to be gone. Is kind of the the <laughs> the screenwriting uh, version of this. But this detective mm -hmm. is so insanely bad at his job. I cannot stress how bad he is. Mm -hmm. He shows up. Okay, he's investigating the disappearance of Jimmy. Yes. He shows up. They immediately start acting suspicious. Mm -hmm. um, he finds Jimmy's car in their driveway. They give him some story about like, oh, we took it to get away from him, which isn't wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but he's like, well, I guess you guys are probably fine. He asks her directly, did you or your sister have anything? Did you kill him? And she goes, well, I didn't kill him. You can't be fucking coy <laughs> and like slippery with your words yeah. when you're being asked about a man's murder. You know what I mean? Rebecca, did you kill that man? No. <laughs> what are you talking about? Not, well, I didn't kill him. Oh, <laughs> and he's like, what a mystery. How could I possibly get to the bottom of such clever wordplay? I never really lied to you. I just insinuated that I didn't kill. Like, fuck off. It, was, it wasn't me that killed him. It was the poison that killed him. <laughs> like, so the reason why, well, the, why this man is here is because he was so attracted to the letter, what, wh is which we, oh yeah, yeah, what yeah, we yeah, find yeah. out later, right? Because of a previous because spell where she wished for a man who can flip pancakes <laughs> and has one blue eye, one green eye. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, when I, she was a child, she was like, "I'm gonna make up this man that doesn't exist, so I'll never fall in love because he doesn't exist, and then no one will. I'll never have to go through this pain and, and yeah, what yeah, have yeah. you." 
Um, and then she finds out he does exist. And then they have this scene, and I think it's very important, um, where she says, like, you'll, you'll, we'll never know if it's the spell or not. Right. And then they just both decide it doesn't matter. <laughs> and obviously it is the spell because yes! there's no way that he's that incompetent. So there's, like, there's I a wish scene. for you too. <laughs> but there is a scene. And again, I cannot stress this enough. The pretense, you're right. He's there because of the spell. But the pretense is, again, he's investigating a murder. And he goes, that, first of all, Jillian tries to poison him with syrup. The girls grab it and yes. throw it in the ocean. And he goes, what was in, in that, that syrup? syrup? And then he says, you girls had better get some like legal representation because you are in deep, deep trouble. And he goes back. And once again, Sandra Bullock runs to him and is like, there's like a confession scene where she's like, he's like, I told you, you need a lawyer. Yes. I am a police officer. I am trying so hard to help Please you. Please help me. And she goes, I don't need a lawyer. I just want to tell you. And she says, and I quote, he's been punished. He's in the spirit realm. Jillian didn't kill him, because as she did. And um, and he says, I'll do anything to protect you. She has all but admitted to murder. Like, <laughs> like there is no investigation or no detective work in the country where you have somebody in the interrogation room and they go, uh, well, Jillian didn't kill him. I have a feeling he's been punished. He's in the spirit realm. And you're just going like, well, carry on that. No, you're mm-hmm. going to ask a few more questions. And his response to this is they make out. And I was just like, this is all over the place bad. <laughs> she is an admitted murderer, yes. is what you're saying. Whether he deserves it or not, mm-hmm. this woman has just admitted to killing a man. Yes. And it's Don't. still on because it's Sandra Bullock, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I wonder if this will affect the case, me having a sexual relationship with the main <laughs> suspect. <laughs> Jesus. I just love how much she runs at men in this movie. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It just is. watching her run down the street. Like <laughs> uh, it's literally my favorite. It's I love like it. the the, the runtime's a little short, Sandra. Do another lap. Yeah, could you? <laughs> want to see those legs working yeah (laughs) do you have anything else no other than magic isn't real none of this happened none of this happened they're just murdering (laughs) they're just (laughs) this is all in their head yeah oh boy all right guys it is time for our rankings of the villain uh what do you got for us craig yeah so i've got the uh sort of like angry villager scale uh okay (laughs) so like uh on a scale from a zoning committee meeting pretty low low stakes pretty Mm -hmm. tame you know uh all the way up to torches and pitchforks we're full-on frankenstein okay Uh, I'm going to give the townspeople yes. a, uh, a protesting because a Walmart is coming to town. Uh, they have every right to be pissed because lives are being ruined. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I've got the, um, I've got the uh, alcohol at certain hours scale. <laughs> oh, Midnight, Midnight Margarita. Midnight Margarita. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so 11, from 11 a.m. Caesars, a staple, mm-hmm. uh, to a pint and a shot at last call. Also I'm a staple. <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm gonna rank Jimmy a uh, 5 a.m. Jaeger bomb and a line of coke. <laughs> Most likely kill you in a terrible fucking decision. <laughs> 
what a bad villain. Yeah, he's real bad. <laughs> he's real bad. Defending the townspeople. And guys, before we get to our heroes and villains of the week, as always, there's a couple ways you can help out the podcast. If you would like to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast. If you would like to email us, you can email us at villainwasright at gmail.com. If you want to send us your suggestion, this was a suggestion. I don't know who suggested it, but you are diabolical. Okay, you are awesome. Uh, so you can send your suggestions there, your stories, whatever you'd like. Um, and you can hit us up on Facebook at Villain Was Right. Obviously, if you're still on Facebook, if Twitter hasn't collapsed. <laughs> by this point and if you have a couple of bucks yeah absolutely we're on patreon patreon.com slash the villain was right if you're unfamiliar with patreon what it is it's a monthly subscription service where you get to support the artists that you like and hopefully that's us and in exchange uh you get all kinds of awesome benefits um so as we mentioned this is our audience choice episode so every month uh our patrons uh get to vote on what episode we're doing the next month so they voted it was this one it beat out two other ones that i can't remember right now <laughs> they might also be good episodes so have your say in what we do and we also at the one dollar level if you just have one dollar and you want to get ad free episodes same episodes just no ads uh you can get that by supporting us at patreon.com slash the villain was right and thank you to everyone who's already a patron and uh thank you to all the people who are uh new patrons of this month we love you guys and now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. Um, I've got a, I, I guess it ties into the midnight, midnight margaritas Hi. thing a little bit. Hey, a little dovetail there. I like it. Um, so this is a, a, a mild villain. Um, but basically, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not currently drinking right now. Um, so I was at the bar. And I had uh, this. I had this drink in my hand. And it was small. And this uh, other comedian, who I won't name because it's not important, comes up to me. And she goes like, Oh my God, look at that tiny little glass you've got there. Look at this, like, oh my God, that's such a small beer. That's such a small beer. That's so funny. Where did you even get that? And she's sort of making this big scene in front of people about how small my glass is. And like another comic there was just like, well, I mean, that's a half pint, right? And she's like, oh my God, like, how would you even order that? And just making this like big scene and all the rest. And I just turned to her and I was like, do you want to know what's actually up with this? She's like, yeah, absolutely. I was like, uh, well, I'm not drinking right now, uh, so uh, I ordered a non-alcoholic beer from the bar, but so I wouldn't call attention to myself. <laughs> I had them put it in a glass uh, just so I wouldn't call attention to myself. And she just like her face just dropped and was like, oh, no, I'm so sorry, because she was making the biggest scene about it. And that's just kind of my mild villain of the week. I just thought it was so funny that try not to make call attention to it was like the one thing that did draw attention to it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my, uh, for my hero, I'm going to do a hero this week. My hero of the week is New York. I yeah. had literally the best time. I love New York so much. I, um, I did something I don't normally do and I'm just going to highly recommend it. This is what I'm going to recommend to the people. I went to a concert by myself. <laughs> I've never done that before. And I really, really, really enjoyed it. I'm trying to do more stuff by myself that I just want to do. And I'm like, I'm just going to go. I don't need permission. I do whatever I want. Um, having a real eat, pray, love thing over here. It's going well. And I went to see Jizza live in concert. He's one of my all-time favorites. It was him performing with a live band. He was absolutely incredible. I had the out. I had the fucking... At the greatest time of all time. Anyway, and so that's a, just a quick little one this week, guys. Just like 
Jizzle rocks. I had so much fun. Go to a concert by yourself. It's awesome. Although I got to tell you, I was I was one of ten women. <laughs> I was I was one of ten women at that event. I got to tell you, I was surprised uh, by how bro heavy it was. I was like, I everywhere I looked, I was like, it looked like there was just dozens of improv troops everywhere. It was so weird. <laughs> it's a good burn. But it was absolutely awesome. Guys, go to a concert by yourself if you want to. Fuck it. Um, and that's that's it. Uh, guys, as always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on any platform of your choosing. Yeah, and you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. I've got a few uh, coming up in November and December, so check that out. And uh, yeah, absolutely. And check out, oh, check out my new uh, comedy album. It's out now. Performance review. It's Hell it's yeah. It's still out and it's still good. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, give a listen to that. And guys, uh, that does it for us this week on the podcast. Make sure you tune in next week where we're kind of continuing with a, a small little magical theme here. Uh, we're doing Enchanted. Uh, Disenchanted is out. That's I think. a different vibe, different, though. That's different a vibe. hard, that's a hard same, different vibe. Same magic, different vibe. Yes. Uh, we're doing Enchanted uh, next week, so make sure you turn in for that. And uh, this is The Villain Was Right, reminding you to uh, break that curse and stop killing men. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. <laughs>